I don't know how one man can be so consistently late. <laughs> Forever. Yep, that, that's... The latest man in existence. Get the Guinness Book of World Records on the phone. I mean... The latest man ever, he's over here, look. I would accept it as well, that's the worst thing. What have you, what have you got to say for yourself? This is your trial, this is your revolutionary trial. Your tribunal. What have you got to say for yourself before you're drugged out and guillotined? I apologies. Apologies for my TD. <laughs> wow. Coward. Drag him outside. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Robespierre will accept that. He will. Oh, yeah. man. I can speak, honestly. Uh, yeah. Sorry, boys. Any other um, pre-show patter that you want to? Uh, anyone wants to, to say? Start cooking pizzas. Big into that. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Pisces. We're playing the Delta Green campaign Impossible Landscapes by Dennis Detweiler, adapted to be set in the UK. My name is Rich, and I'm the handler. My players are Jordan as working agent Nero and Ed as working agent Gonzo. Please be aware, Delta Green games contain uncomfortable topics, including graphic violence and depictions of mental illness. Let's begin. So last time, you travelled to Preston, just outside of Hull, to surveil Mike Pellerin, whom Violet ordered you to take care of. Uh, you watched his house and interviewed the neighbours and learnt that uh, he has gone for multiple days at a time. You eventually made your way into his house and you found what you believe to be Citri's gun in a dank basement. Uh, the dockmaster revealed that Pellerin works out on a commercial fishing boat and is a bit of a strange character. And he declines to let you onto the docks um, to investigate. Under the cover of darkness, uh, Gonzo attempts to infiltrate and fails spectacularly, cutting himself on barbed wire and injuring his leg. And I believe that's where we left it, just as he's got back over the fence, chased by security guards. Um, he, yeah, he... Uh, Sustains quite a bit of damage getting back over the fence and uh, landing on the other side, roughly. It went very badly. It went as badly as it could. Actually, apart from death, it went incredibly badly. I'm down below. It could have gone much worse. <laughs> I'm below half hit points already. And I literally climbed a fence twice. <laughs> so that's it. Come on, Gonzo. Get in the car. We'll head back home. Oh, fuck it. My hands are... Holding his arm, he's like, "Welcome to my world." Yeah, <laughs> and do it myself, you mad bastard. <laughs> so uh, we drive back to the the hotel and uh, yeah. recoup our thoughts. Yeah. Um, get him a a whiskey or something. Calm his nerves. Is there anything I could do to just like s- slightly buff my health? I. Medicine, dress the wounds, painkillers, anything like that, or is that just sitting where it is right now? I believe um, that you can heal with a with maybe with a medicine check. I'll have a look. So while you're having the uh, the whiskey, Nero's going to turn to you and um, and say, "You might you might not like this, but." Got a second idea to get in, into the boat. Just gonna take a big sip of my whiskey and a sort of grimace, like I don't normally drink it. Right. Oh, it better be better than your first one. How are you? In a kayak. And he's just gonna just sort of glare at you. Right. Then just like gesture to his hands. Right. Probably not great. Alright, alright. Ignore the kayak. Maybe we've got to sack off this boat idea. That means we... We go straight for the jugular and... 
Well, we go to his house. Whether we go there and that, and you know, try and knock him out with the with the butt of the gun, and and do something else inside, or we obviously can't just shoot him at the doorstep. That old lady, she's never gonna leave the house. She'll she'll see something. I was like, oh, I don't like it. After what happened with the car, and in Nottingham, I. Uh, what if, what if we got like, what about a rowboat? What if we both went in? He's at, he he motions to his, uh, his injured arm and the mechanical minus twenty to anything, physical. <laughs> You are a chocolate teapot in this situation. Yeah, I think right now, son, if if you're not you're not getting it alone, I'm not getting it at all. Look at you; you're a you're peak physical condition, uh, considering you know you, you do bleeding out. Of- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bleeding everywhere. Oh. oh, fine. Okay, fine. You're right. We have let's do the house, but. Let's, let's find a way to get inside and then wait from inside. Ah, that's a good idea. Maybe we, we, we'll case the joint and and wait for him to pop to the shop or something. And we know that window's loose. So we go in and we, we wait for him. Yeah? Yeah, exactly. Well, that we can just, I don't know, see if we can lure him out, get him back to the boatyard for a couple of hours. But I think it's good. How are we going to... How are we going to do that? Uh, we got his phone number. Let's call him and say there's been an issue down in the boatyard. Need to come check it out. Okay, and then, then what? Goes down, no issue, comes home. Oh, okay, I so see what you mean. Yeah, we, we distract it. So I thought you meant we do something at the boatyard. You mean get him out of the house? Yeah, so yeah, we, just, yeah I'm with just you. get him out of the house. Just get him out of the house. Then uh, cut his brake lines, wait for it to happen, job done. <laughs> Nero, Nero doesn't laugh. He ponders whether that's a good idea or not. <laughs> uh, but there's no evidence of a car. He got a taxi yeah. back, didn't he? Ah, oh, yeah. Ugh. I like that. I like that. Maybe we 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 go out to his. We go to that road. We call him. We say there's something, something's going on with the ass with the uh, with the boat. Yeah, and then that gives us a bit of time to. Um, to go in, but maybe we need to do it at night. You don't have his phone number. Okay. Could I um, <laughs> use uh, bureaucracy or, or just bureaucracy to um, to find it? Maybe through yellow pages or something. <laughs> I like how the accent. <laughs> because I bureaucracy. Yeah. I roll bureaucracy to use my eyes in the phone book. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you can um, you can look through the phone book. It's not in there. Uh, okay, makes sense. What if we uh, call the section? I mean, if he was, you know, they might have it. They might be able to get it. Yeah, could we could we not pull rank, but like essentially just recreation rec. You let me let me say that with the notes that you you got the you got the address from Citri's notes if there wasn't a phone number in there there isn't a phone number okay yeah yep he might just he just might not have one yeah yeah uh, that, 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 you can infer that yeah well I don't I don't remember this seeing a a landline inside the house either fuck no you definitely didn't see a phone inside the house either no post a mobile phone through the letterbox call it tell him to get that <laughs> <laughs> Job done. It's um okay. Well, let's just. I mean, let's just stake out then. Let's just case the joint. See when he leaves. Get inside quickly. And if you don't, do do we go plan B? Knock on the back door. No, let's just chat about that while we wait for plan A. Okay. Uh, we go. Yeah, we go to bed. Hoping that the next day he leaves the house at some point. Right. I think I would pop to the corn shop and buy pop tarts to keep myself. Okay. It's been a while since we've seen food. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if it's right, it's this will be uh, Friday. This is when fr- you wake up. That's right. Yeah. Um, Ed, with healing, you really 
the stabilization and you're not being stabilized because you're fine because mm. it's stabilizing a wounded character with a successful first aid test that i don't think that that counts treatment treatment is in a medical care in a hospital or aid station with extensive tools and medicines um which you do not have um that's fair. recuperation over time the human body repairs itself um you can recover one hit point as you rest overnight okay I've, I'll take that one if you're happy for me to. Yep. And it should be a, a con times five test, but I'm just going to just gonna house rule it as recovering one HP per, per, per rest. Nice. So you go to bed. You wake up in the morning. It's uh, Friday the 20th. Mm-hmm. Bright and early. You want to go and wait outside his house and hope that he leaves. Is es- that correct? Essentially, and then... Depending on what happens, I have a feeling of what will happen. Um, <laughs> we will make a plan B. Yeah. Okay. We also need to flesh out what's going to happen with plan A. So, you know, as we're sat there, are we uh, I think... just waiting outside the back back gate or front gate? Or I guess we'd see him leave the front, right? Yeah, I, I think we would. We would. Excuse me. We would wait in the car that, in the same position. That we waited on uh, Tuesday. Yeah. It's the 17th. Just around the corner, but with, with visibility of the front door. Yep. So, um, yeah, so once we get in, what do you... I mean, I guess we, we hide in the cupboards? I don't know. What, I've never, what do you think we should do? Well, if we, if we get in, I think we should split up uh, and jump in from multiple sides uh, and we need to stop him talking, don't we? Uh, maybe grab a bag or, um, or or a rope or a tie or something. Anything that can... Well, there's lots of net, net stuff in there, isn't there? Maybe you can cover him and we can I don't know, just fucking punch him in the mouth. So... Just to, just so to we shut him up. So we're still going to, to sort of capture him or are we just going to you know, shoot him. I'm worried that the shooting is going to be a bit, a bit obvious to them. We're still in a residential area, aren't we? We hear a yeah. bang go off. Someone's going to go go looking. I know, I know, but I don't know. We need to find a way to get him. He's a big guy. Let's get like a, a brick or an axe or something and just something quieter. <laughs> Christ, I don't know how to use an axe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I gave you guys guns and you refused to use them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, that's, that's kind of where I'm leading. I'm like, w- would we have a better chance fleeing in well, the dead of night? They're honestly, all trying I'm to thinking, fight him hand to hand. I'm thinking if we can subdue him in some capacity, because actually, if I remember the description, he was quite awkward and... I, I might have written down the notes wrong, but he strangled a he man was... to death. <laughs> no, we we don't know that. Oof. We know he might, but he was probably there. We don't know if he was the one who did it. The the man you saw, the man you saw enter the house was was quite wiry, thin. Yeah, exactly. That's what I put. A medium right kind of size. He had like greasy black hair. That was. He wasn't particularly a large man. I know. I'm just. Oh. I'm thinking that if we can subdue him, at least we can use a pillow or a, um, uh, a duvet or something to try and muffle it, muffle the gunshot. And I'm gonna gesture to you. I'm like, I guess I'm gonna be the one trying to do all this subduing, seeing how your arms all buggered. Or I can just go in there and shoot him in the fucking face. Yeah, I'm just gonna like sort of just like look at the window. Off. It's a better idea. <laughs> okay. You sounds like you decided on absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, let's do it. Let's try and subdue him then. Let's just then we can figure out what to do for afterwards. You surveil the house all day and he doesn't come out. There's no sign of him whatsoever. Mm. Uh, what sort of time do you think it would is Rich? Uh, how how long do you wanna how long do you wanna watch for? Uh, it's up to you guys. Personally, until it starts to get 
dark, so probably around three, four, five o'clock. Three, four, yeah. 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 Makes sense, Ed? Um, yeah. If we're going to yeah. do it, we're going to do it when it's dark. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, guess we're just going to go and knock on, on the back door then. Well, what about this? I like the idea of splitting up because we can, we can distract him. Yeah, you'll take this. And he passes uh, Nero passes Gonzo the um, the handgun. Are you taking the shotgun? No, I'm going to take this uh, Beretta. I'll do the front door. You take the back. Uh, am I right in remembering that the back door was uh, single pane glass? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, all of them are. Yeah. So, hang on, hang on. Let me get let me get this right. So, I knock on the front door. No. No, you go around the back. Oh, okay. I think okay. you can. I think you can sneak a bit better than I could. And yeah, visibly happy about that. But no, okay, I'll get in. I mean, I'll. I'll wait till you go to the front. Try and sneak in. Then. Um, and then he sort of like gestures the gun, like pop sort of gesture. I'm gonna keep him talking, I'm gonna try to keep him talking and uh, I present this gun at the front door and say, I think you dropped something. If he, uh, if he doesn't want to continue talking about any waffle I can make up on the spot while you try and get in. It's a bold, it's a bold play, but I don't know if I can think of anything better. I'll take the bullets out, so he can't, you know, use it on me. And on my back, I'll have, I'll have the, uh, the bag with the shotgun in, just in case. It's a sawed-off shotgun, isn't it? Uh, sawed-off shotgun, yeah. So I can use that one-handed. <laughs> you could try, brother. Yes. <laughs> one shot and it's gone. Um, okay. I mean, I know my, I know nothing about guns in this world or in real life to be honest um, so I would assume that that's fine we've got 20% we're, firearms we're both in the same position that we are we're up shit creek without a paddle we don't know his capabilities for all we know um, what's his name Ricardo working agent Ricardo was bullshitting about the the um, sort of ritual ritualistic stuff that he can perform to throw us off the trail or to not make us go. Um, mm. I think I might confront him by starting off asking about um, the dog's home. <laughs> the dog's home. <laughs> oh, the dog's home. And then, and then um, change direction when I have clear sight of... Um, Near uh, uh, Gonzo, sorry. Um, Rich, would you say that if he came round the back door, I would? Is there a corridor through from from our our time in the house that I could? Uh, no, no, you can't see directly to the back door from the front. No. Okay. Um. Would it be fair to say that I could find my way relatively easy from the back door to the front door, though? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm pretty confident. I'm. I'm. Look. Once we're in, I'm pretty confident I can get to the front door. So if um, if you can get yourself in, talking about the dog hospice, or the gun, or anything, great. But if not, I can just um, you know, just gesture the like the the pop from the gun again. Oh, all right. I've I've got a better idea. Fuck the dog hospice. I'm gonna be um. I'm gonna be that journalist. Oh, there's another idea. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with this one, Conscience. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to ask him straight up. I'm going to knock, knock, knock. Straight up, I'm going to ask him about Citri. I can just hear the frustration coming out of Rich. <laughs> <laughs> and, as the street, and as all the streetlights are on, uh, I get out the car and go to the back of the, the Robin and start getting the bag ready. Okay. I've just got me that fucking problem for life. Yeah, cool. I'll um, work my way around to the the back door, please. You get out the car and you look across to the house 
and you can see in, in one of the downstairs windows as a faint golden light kind of shining. Can you both um the rod of alertness for me actually please? <laughs> Forty one over. <laughs> 88 over. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Critical fail, Jordan. Cool. <laughs> so you're going to get your, your kit ready just out the back of the Robin? Yeah. Cool. I, oh, I feel like we should meta to say we have it ready to go, but yeah, probably not. <laughs> and once... Yeah, you have you got it ready to go, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. We're not just like playing with shotguns in the street. Well, no, no. I mean, you usually put it in the bag. You know, it would take you know a couple of seconds. It's fine. And once I see um, Gonzo has moved uh, down the uh, the right hand side or left hand side mm-hmm. of the house, I'll start moving towards it to give him a bit of time to do that. Yeah. And I'll yeah. let Ed decide what he wants to do. I don't know how you want to run it. But I don't want to go first. Uh, I I know what I'm going to do. I, It's quite a quiet street, isn't it? Yeah. There's not too much background noise, yeah. I imagine I'll be able to hear some form of conversation. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and sneak into the garden. And, excuse me. And get as close to the back door as possible. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, I'm going to wait until the start of that conversation and then try and do the window trick to get through okay uh, do you want me to roll for stealth or anything yeah sure 85 over okay fantastic so Jordan knocks uh, Agent Nero knocks on the front of front door um, there are now there are now uh, uh, curtains drawn across um, the windows um, so you can't see into the house um, so you give it a knock, um, and there's no answer. Uh, I give it a second knock. Okay. Give it a second knock. You wait some more. Uh, still no answer. Okay, so I do that awkward, like, waiting a good minute and a half. Uh, so, yeah, arms folded, and you think, the fuck is going on? <laughs> so holding the Beretta in my coat pocket, I walk round the back, and... Um, what do I see? Is is oh is god, so inside or or is he still there on the outside? Well, he was um, wasn't he waiting to uh, hear uh, conversation? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. waiting so for the conversation. Just, wait, just waiting in yeah. the back. Um, Fucking hell! I generally shit myself out. I thought Rich would be like Annie's dead. He's <laughs> <laughs> in pieces. Psst. Psst. Thinking, I hear a small cat in the round. Uh, I, uh, Nero waves him closer so he can whisper. Then I'm going to attempt to stealth back across. <laughs> and 54 over. Fail again. Um, I'm like, what is it? I've, I've knocked twice. There's no answer. Uh, maybe, maybe we just try the back door. Uh, Gonzo's, oh. Nero's, Nero's going to walk towards the back door and just place his hand on it and slowly push it down to see if the door opens. Yeah, it does. Fucking run these things past me, bro. Um, I'm just going to be like, what are you doing? (laughs) As quietly as possible. Um, And just move up behind you to sort of like stand behind you. It's like I'm I'm wanting to get inside as quickly as possible behind you. Um, Gonzo, sorry, Nero um, goes goes on one knee before he goes in and withdraws the shotgun. Yep. Um, and Oof. make sure there's two uh, shells in the chamber. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you both you both hustle in. Yeah. Okay. You enter into darkness, and as soon as you as soon as you both enter, the back door quietly swings closed behind you, and then suddenly, boom, 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 boom. Lights flick on with that kind of familiar mechanical mm. pinging of fluorescent bulbs. Uh, and the house is transformed. And no longer oh, is it Pellerin's yes. messy fish-smelling pit. So you're standing in a corridor that stretches out before you for about 30 feet. 
Uh, and the smell and the look of the place immediately conjures like an image of a like a medical facility, a hospital or a psychiatric facility perhaps. There's a duck egg blue lino floor, plain apart from its colour, rolls the length of the hallway. And lining the walls are sturdy white metal doors, all closed with viewing slots at eye level. And dotted along the hallway are several mannequins. Most have hospital gowns on, some with dressing gowns and some even in normal clothing. A few are in nurses' uniforms. One is in a wheelchair holding a green glass bottle. All the mannequins stare lifelessly down the corridor to the end door, which you recognise as the door to the basement of Mike Pellerin's house. And flanking this door at the end are two mannequins dressed in silvery plastic robes, oh. wearing white paper mache masks, and each oh, holding damn it. a single sheet of paper. Do these mannequins uh, look alive or, or or look like the ones in the night rooms? You get the same kind of feeling, yes. Yeah, of course, if I can um, do. Can you both roll sanity for me, please? I was about to say, I feel like I'm well overdue a sanity. <laughs> four, oh, yeah, baby. four under. Four under? Also, also four under. Okay. What are the chances? That was very, you felt very disappointed there, Rich, didn't you? No, 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 <laughs> not at all. Okay. That is, you're robbed because we should be going fucking nuts right now. So, <laughs> so we've got a 30 foot corridor, uh, medical facility, mannequins in medical sort of gowns. And at the end yep. of it, there is a door that looks exactly like Mike Pellerin's basement door and flanking yeah. those two mannequins holding bits of paper yeah dressed in silvery plastic robes wearing paper mache masks mm. she, I'm just gonna sort of look to you my eyes screaming I'm like oh my god does this also seem like like the same to you uh, well in for a penny in for a pound and uh, <laughs> starts walking forward uh, gun out and um, in his right hand and yep. um, every time he walks past a, a mannequin he's just gonna swing swing the gun at it just to like <laughs> knock it over, knock it over. <laughs> yeah they like they fall to the floor and they like bung, dung, 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 that plastic kind of hollow a hollow sounding noise and it hits the floor and it's like fuck you oh. fuck you <laughs> I'm gonna draw my gun and and just sort of follow behind, almost like just want to stay close to safety. But as I do, can I stop at a door and just try and look through one of the, the viewing slots? Yeah, sure. Um, you take a peek in, and it's bare, padded walls. Uh, but sitting in the middle is like a combination, like bed slash medical gurney with hand and leg restraints built in that's all that's in it though uh, similar to the one oh. in the night rooms where the bloke got eaten up by the floor ish Ooh. yeah yeah so contra potential controversial statement I I don't know if the agency has something to do with this place this could be Magonia. Maybe. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to hastily catch back up to Nero and sort of just stay on his six. Just like mm -hmm. holding this gun, just shaking my hand, sort of like sh visibly shaking. I'm, yeah. I'm walking slowly. Can I roll? Uh, I don't know what, a, what it would be, like alertness or... I guess it would be alertness if I'm just trying to keep an eye out for any other dangers. That's fine. Uh, you can just you can just keep a weather eye out. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask you to roll alertness if yeah. if something. But all the doors are closed, so there's there's only like, you, you know, there's the door ahead of you. Yeah. Um, and looking behind, there's you know just an empty uh, wall. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, nothing you can see to be honest. Um, as we approach the, or as I approach the, the two mannequins, um, I'm going to gingerly 
in my weaker hand will take the bit of paper and uh, slowly turn, like shaking, to, to read what it says, if it says anything. Which one are you taking, left or right? <laughs> oh, um, I'm going to take the left. You're going to take the left? Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Looks like a script. Oh, bollocks. <sighs> mm-hmm. I think I know where this is going to be from. If you would like to um, play your part, Nero, mm -hmm. and I will do the rest. Int. A basic hotel room. Agents Nero and Gonzo have just kicked the door down. They enter to find a man bound to a medical gurney in the centre of the room. Man mumbling incoherently. I, I, uh, I hurt son. Do you need a hand? What? Who's there? Uh, you know, um, you know, I'm no one in particular, um, but it looks like... Where are you from? Where are you from? Who sent you? No one sent us. Uh, no, no one sent us. Do you need a hand? My name, my name, my name is Michael Whitwer. I'm from MI5. And suddenly, a trap door opens beneath the gurney and it starts to retract into the floor. Whitwer screams in absolute terror. The agents can do nothing but look on as both gurney and man retract into the floor. Then there is silence. That, that was. That. Michael. Michael Whitwer. Michael Whitwer. That was him. His name. His name was on that ticket. Oh, I don't like it. We've been here before. Nero <laughs> has gone white. Yeah, can I roll? Can I do your sanity form, please? 50 over. 50 over. About time. He is shaking and screws up the script and puts it in his pocket. Okay. Are oh, you gonna keep it, you madman? I'm just gonna from behind, sort of like lean over each other. Like, what did it say? You don't want to know. Oh no! And then I'm just gonna look at the other bit of paper, <laughs> and then I'm just gonna gingerly take it. Gingerly take it. Same with you, Gonzo. You ready? Yeah. What have we got here? Int. A plush doctor's office. It looks like a classic English study with a wood floor and attractive stone fireplace. Every wall has a ceiling height book bookcase, all filled to the brim with books on mental illness and associated medicine. One co corner contains a large glass and velvet display case for a rock collection. Dr. Dallin, a large man with glasses and a short grey beard and hair, welcomes the agents. Hello, hello, Dr. Richard Dallin, a pleasure. Please sit down. Dallin indicates two chairs in front of his small desk. Awful business, this. Never had anything like it before. I know that the patients we treat here aren't exactly your average, but this leaves a stain on an otherwise exemplary record. We're all hoping you can help here. Nurse Samagina can escort you around the hospital, and I will try to help in uh, any way that I can. What time did the patients disappear? It was first reported at 8.11pm. Uh, Each had been locked in their room, as they almost always were, sedated and under restraint. You saw the photo, correct? Of the writing? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Dallin grimaces and shakes his head. I've just got to read it and then look back. And Nero, like... I don't... I don't get it. Do, do you mind if I have a look? Uh, I'll, I'll hand it over. Like, does it does it read like yours? I, 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 mine was a script, but you've never told me about a job where patients have gone missing. I mean, never, never had any patients go missing. The only thing that, I mean, it's my name, but it's just fiction. I, I don't, I don't know. Without too many details, because it's a bit concerning. That the thing I just read was from the past. You know, you know, on the wall we saw, well, we both heard clips of our of ourselves. I just read a gets the screwed up paper and and looks and shows him. You know this. This happened. This was in in the, in the night rooms. 
Perhaps, perhaps yours, pointing at it, is, is yet to be. Yeah, I'm gonna, I look, look at yours, and I'm just gonna feel a little bit comforted. Like, wait, so, yours has happened then. Mine hasn't, that means that, that we're around for this to happen. Does that make sense? He lets out a long, a long sigh, knowing that Gonzo hasn't quite grasped it. No, no son, you're around. My name's not on this bit of paper. He screws up. Yeah. He screws it up and uh, not yours. He screws up his one and puts it back in his pocket. Right. Well, let's be getting on then. <laughs> <laughs> This fucking king in yellow. <laughs> Awkwardly not knowing what to say. What would you like to do? Uh, punch both of the mannequins. <laughs> they clatter to the floor. And he's going to take one of the paper mache masks off of the mannequin. Okay. And just have it yeah. on him, just in case. Yeah. Oh, I, I like that idea. I'm going to, like, basically copy you like a child. <laughs> and, um... Staring in front of the the basement door, which I imagine doesn't match any of any of the surroundings. No. He's going to look at Gonzo. Are you ready, son? Fuck knows what we'll find behind her. Firm up my grip on the gun, and then nod to you. Uh, place I can just imagine it being locked. Uh, place <laughs> hand on the the door handle with his weaker hand and open it. Cool. The door opens and a set of stairs descends into an inky blackness. An aquamarine rug sits atop the stairs and words are scrawled into them in thick yellow ink. And as you go lower, as you step onto the first one, as you go lower, Light appears from no discernible source, illuminating both you and the phrase as you step down the stairs and go lower and lower, and it reveals itself. Smooth is the hand that makes the world, and steady is the mind that grasps it. The stairs end with the last word, and looking back up reveals only darkness. That's... A sand roll, right? That's got to be a sand roll. (laughs) You are both in the basement and not. As the room gives way to the front facade of a pleasant-looking bookshop. As a window has frosted glass with a red outline and a simple wooden door that once had the word books stenciled upon it now faded away to a bare imprint. The door sits slightly ajar. Now you can roll sanity for me. Please. <laughs> 64 over. 18 under. Okie dokie. I'm just looking at my notes and realise that we didn't call that telephone number. Anyway. <laughs> shit happens. Uh, so, this bookshop. Has it got a, t- uh, a shop name? No. No. Just clearly it just has books stenciled upon there. Ah, okay. Um, I can't, I can't get that, that poem out of my head. Even when I see it, it just, my heart sinks. And yet, it feels comforting. Do you know how about you? I'm just going to shake my head. I mean, like, I just, I just want it gone. Let's just get out of here. Let's just get the get it done. Can can we hear anything coming from the, from the bookshop? No, no. <sighs> Gingerly step forward, and uh, yeah, uh, still being quite um, cautious about, well, the whole thing. If I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's generally cautious. Yeah. Rather yeah, than walking in, <laughs> swaggering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Firing your gun fair. in the air. Yeah. Cool, you enter the shop. In front of you, rows upon rows upon shelves upon piles of books meander off into the distance. 
paths run wildly into these shelves and turn left and right so you can only see so far into the maze. The space is cramped, uneven and claustrophobic. The shop feels very narrow but it was deep, it goes back a long, long way. To your left is a desk and behind it a small meticulously dressed man is writing in a ledger. When he notices you come in he excitedly throws his pen down and scuttles round the desk over to you, extending his hand. He wears tweed coats with, with silk socks and velvet waistcoats. Waistcoats. Hello, hello, new customers. Robert, Robert, at your service. And he presses a thick, hand-pressed vellum business card into your hand, which reads B.R. Robert, Bibli- Bibliopola. Oh, it's Spanish. No, it's Latin. You, you recognise it. Bibliopola is bookseller. Ah, oh, Bibliotech is but it has library. Yes, but it has no other... Um, it doesn't have a phone number or address on it. It literally says his name, a Bibliopola. <laughs> phone number, 666, hell. Uh, address, <laughs> yeah. address, someone's basement. Uh, um, I do have a bit of art. might kind of give you an idea of the bookshop, the feel. The, uh, the library, or the, sorry, the bookshop looks like a grand library from The Last of Us. Like it's been left and deserted for a long time. Yeah. It's a bit more cramped and, and dark than, than, than the all that art suggests. Yeah. But it's a good approximation. Yeah. But it's not in, like, it's disrepair. It's just busy, isn't it? It's just cramped and full yes. and old. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's in slight disrepair, I think. You, you notice looking around that maybe some of the ceilings have damp stains and there's water dri- dripping from one place or another. Mm. Um, it just seems old. Yeah. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to the bookshop. Hello, Mr. Roberts. Um, we're looking for someone. I don't suppose he's one of your customers at all. Oh, I have many customers that uh, mostly come and not go, but uh, maybe. What is your name? Concerning, concerning why don't they leave? I'm gonna whisper to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, you do, I don't worry about our names. Um, the person oh, I gave you my name. It's, uh, it's a bit rude to not. Uh... Well, perhaps you're right. My name is. Um... Is I can't remember my alias. Uh, Brian Brian <laughs> Potter. Potter. I don't have. Not a... the first time someone's forgotten their name. <laughs> <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> I'm just got a nod. I'm like, Gatton Jones. It is a pleasure to meet both of you. Uh, do... What can I do for you today? Do you know a man called uh, Mike Pellerin or Michael Pellerin? Uh, me non. Uh, but I did uh, miss someone coming to the shop. Uh, a small time ago uh, he ran in in a, in a hurry and I did not uh, get the chance to talk to him uh, uh, which way did he go? Uh, into the bookshop uh, just in? I do not know <laughs> can I roll human? you him? said oh yeah nice yeah 51 under 51 under mm. um he, he seems to be Seems to be telling the truth about that. Okay. He smiles at you. You said, you said people come but don't often leave. What do you mean by that? Uh, I just rarely see them leave. Maybe they find some other way out. Uh. But please, sure, please, like... uh, wander far and wide and search for what is hidden. There is much in the bookshop. Uh. Uh, you have interesting books. Uh. I mean, I do like a book. I've not read a book. Oh, there's so many. I've not read a book since the uh, since the last one I read. It um, just put it, you off reading for life. Put me off it? reading for life. Um, Nero gets a very strong sense that we are now in another area of what was the night rooms, um, mm. and he is of the assumption that these are all parts of maybe Carcosa, um, sort of, you know, the other city mentioned in the um, 
The thing in yellow book. Can't remember what it's called. Your till. Your till. Is that what the book was called? Sorry. No, no, no. That's what the city was called. Your till. Uh, yeah. Your till. So he thinks it could be one of. You know, these areas could be interconnected. He he just has that feeling of the, the way that Rich described the the expanse of the books and hallways going off in one direction or another, and you're not really seeing which way it went. I got that impression as we walked into the, the hotel. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't have a logical way to it. No. I'm gonna to turn to to Mr. Roberts and be like, oh, excuse me, uh, just a uh, just out of curiosity, how long have you have you worked here? Oh, <laughs> um, I do not know. I feel like uh, maybe it has always been. And where are you from, Mr. Roberts? You've got a, a, a beautiful accent. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm from the bookshop. <laughs> 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 I won't ask any more questions. <laughs> it's uh, it's as always been. Sometimes in Paris, New York. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Sometimes 1800s, uh, uh, sometimes others, you know. It changes. But I, I have no need to, to know of uh, concerns outside of the shop. Uh, this is my world. Um, Nero is going to start sort of motioning backwards away from him. Not in a threatened sense, but just like, you know, uh, we're running out of time. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. The longer we were in this space last time, um, the more fucked up we were um, as we left. So he feels like he needs to um, chase down Pellerin. Um, so he's going to say, Gonzo, perhaps we should um, look for for our, our friend uh, this way. Uh, leave Mr. Roberts oh, alone. We, we uh, look for your friends. Um, I cannot remember how long ago he came in, but uh, he should be in the stack somewhere. Uh, and I will be by the desk if you uh, find a book you want to buy. Oh, we have to pay for things here? <laughs> uh, it's not a charity. Uh, tight-fisted Welsh bastard. Uh, uh. <laughs> what, what currency do you take? <laughs> Any currency you have. They've got a fabulous bureau de change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say. Are you working on the Amex exchange? Oh, yeah, let's, let's go, let's go, let's go. So, I, I think... Uh, go on, I think go we on. should leave, yeah. <laughs> no, I think we should just, just walk off. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like waving, but waving behind, carrying guns as well, just waving. I forgot about the guns. <laughs> cool, you would just you want to wander off into the stacks. Yeah, you just want to pick a direction and go. Um, Nero had well, I had the impression that he was on the right hand side. Is that right? He, he was on the left. The desk left. is on the left as you go in. Yeah. So the opposite way. Okay. You. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You wander for some time and you you kind of follow the stacks and they meander left and right and you even go up and down some stairs um, and there's just hundreds and hundreds of books Um, but after a while you can hear the sounds of um, maybe a faraway audience there's like muffled laughter and then then applause (laughs) And and then music and a fanfare that sounds like the beginning of a production. And a lone voice saying indistinct words at a great volume, the way an actor might enunciate. Um, Nero is going to stop. He's going to put bullets in the Beretta <laughs> and put, the, put it in his pocket with the safety on, um, in his right pocket. Um, purely, and <laughs> if he is magically put on a fucking stage, he's going crazy. <laughs> he's going to start firing. He's just going to start firing. You suddenly um, come to a fork in the stacks, and you can hear that the, the sounds are kind of coming from the right, or you can take a left and move away from the sounds. I mean... 
we should probably go towards them, right? As much as I don't want to actually go towards them. If if he's gonna be in here, that's our best lead at the moment. Aye, and if he's not in the if he if he's not to the right, perhaps there's another chap like Robert Roberts who might have seen him. You gonna follow the sound? Yeah. Mm. You take. Can I pick up a a book as we go, just to see what kind of sure. books are in the shop? You pick up a book, um, and you find a book called. The English to Tartesian Dictionary in English and Tartesian. Mmm. Tartesian? Um, yeah, that'll be the language of Tartes. <laughs> Which is perfect for you. I'll do it. Well, if you take um, a couple of flips through this book, Agent Gonzo, you make yeah. a fascinating revelation. This is the language. <gasps> oh. And this suddenly it all language. kind of clicks for you and makes sense. This is the language that you've been hearing about and kind of mostly studying on the boards. Exactly, on the boards. Uh, I'm just going to sort of stare up and be like, Nero, this is, uh, this is the language. This is, this is everything to do with the case case with Kim, this is everything that I was looking to before. Have, have you still got the the photos of of Woody? You know... <laughs> Do we name it Woody? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, y- y- no, I mean, yes, no, I I mean, yeah, I have a copy at home, but not, not with me. Oh, well... I think the section would uh, would find this book very interesting. You know, I'm just going to look at it like, yeah, the section would. And then pop it away, like tuck it away into, I'm going to say the bag that we have. Yeah, I've carried a rucksack. I can't find the book, I'll have to put it in later. Because um, I, I want to put it up because otherwise you'll forget about it, Ed. Um, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> A hardcover dictionary. Hey, a hardcover dictionary notes. published in 1931 by University Press to define an entire language called Tartesian. The language utilizes a unique alphabet, somewhat like Cyrillic, and seems unrelated to European tongues. Um, so you can study this uh, later at a later date uh, and gain uh, a certain percentage nice. into. But cross out the language and write Tartesian. Nice. Written in 1931. Interesting. But, while this is a dictionary and obviously contains a lot of word and and a lot of knowledge, fortunately it doesn't, much like if you were a foreign speaker and you were reading an English dictionary, it doesn't help with kind of sentence construction or... Uh, anything else that would help you be like a native speaker or anything like that? Do you see what I mean? You could translate, but you wouldn't understand grammar. Yeah. It's just it's just a series yeah, you, of you words. You might not understand yeah. people talking uh, talking it to you. But well, uh, I, we'll I see guess with the, you would pick out words and stuff. But yeah, I, I guess really you wouldn't be able to know what it sounded like because you've never yeah heard exactly it spoken. yeah exactly. You're not gonna. Um, you're not going to be automatically fluent, is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So you're okay. still following the sound? Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's press on. You come to a gap in the bookcases where there's a, a boundary wall of the bookshop. And they get quite loud here. Um, and it's clear there's some sort of production going on next door. And there's still muffled voices, and you have to... Long thoughts cast long shadows at any time of day. But then before the play can continue, there's screams and shouts that are obviously real. And the rumbling of booms of people running up on stage. And then the sounds the sounds fade and vanish. And there's silence again. Nero's going to pull his mask down. Hmm. Oh, were you wearing it? I uh, know. Sorry. Uh, uh, sorry. I had, I had 
I imagined it being on, like on my hair, like on my oh, head. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> Just because yeah. it's convenient. Um, are there eye holes that you could see through it? Yes. Yeah. Um, he he pulls it down and looks to looks to Gonzo and says, "Look, if they're gonna freak us out, perhaps we um you know see what we can do. Blend in if we can." Bye bye. Oh, okay then. That's probably, it's probably not the worst idea. And I'm gonna put my creepy mask on. No, as well. the worst idea was getting involved in this ever. <laughs> <laughs> I blame you for me coming back to this one last. What would you like to do? You say we're on a boundary, and beyond that, we presume, based on the noise, is a stage. It just sounds like it's coming from next door. Yeah. Well, there's nothing. There's no sound anymore. Yeah. Oh, shall we? Shall we crack on? Oh, let's uh, continue on. Cool. You turn back around and, and take a few more twists and turns, and you come across kind of a, a bit of an odd clearing in the maze of bookcases. And it's a sm- small area that has a round bench in the middle, and it's surrounded by these tall book-laden shelves. But next to the bench. There's a crowbar and a scattering of, like, shaved wood packing material and the top of a small wooden crate. And shoved beneath the bench is the crate that's recently been opened. Uh, I'm going to walk towards it and just mm-hmm. have a look. To have a, have a look inside. Sure. Inside. Inside is a long leather trench coat. An old, oversized, full-face gas mask. And a recently oiled pump shotgun that looks brand new. It's stamped 1954 and it's fully loaded. Stacked beneath this crate are two identical crates. Um, he, uh, Nero motions Gonzo over and says, um, perhaps, uh, perhaps we can use these. Well, the gun at least, but this... This overcoat looks cool. I feel like... Um, <laughs> I imagine it looks like um, the guys in Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, almost. If you were to wear them all together. Yeah, leather trench coat. Yeah, gas Matrix. mask. Yeah. I was about to say, it's just like a Matrix Matrix isn't bag. out yet. I'll, uh, <laughs> this gives me the idea for a movie. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, think we, I think we should take it. I'll, I'll be like, yeah, that's... Um, I mean, everything we can get to help us, right? Shall we? Shall we open up these other two? Yeah, yeah. That's. You use the crowbar to to ratchet open the crates, mm-hmm. and it's exactly the same as the as the first crate. Leather trench coat, full face gas mask, shotgun. Oh, memories flooding back. Do you remember in the night rooms? We heard someone being, or we saw very briefly, um, someone being chased by two people, and I think they were wearing this. Yes. Yeah. You suddenly remember from your time on the night floors that, yeah, someone, two people, two figures ran across the end of the hallway, and then they were chased by figures wearing these things. The guy who hung himself wasn't far after that, so that's given me a bit of shivers. <laughs> um, I think, I think these are probably bad disguises. They cover our faces completely. These, these paper mache ones. Maybe we should uh, put these on. Yeah, uh, we do that, and we um, we bury any clothes in the backpack in in the uh, straw packing. Um, did you both just put the gas mask on? <laughs> what? Oh, the, yes. Yes. Oh no. Um, can you please both roll sanity for me? No, I refuse to. Eight under. Nice. 43 over. Okie dokie. Oh fuck. Jordan, you, you, Agent Nero, you put the gas mask on and etched into the eye plates into both of the eye plates is the strange symbol that you saw in Abigail Wright's apartment. 
Um, but you manage to blink a few times and tear the gas mask off. Mm-hmm. Agent Gonzo, what did you roll again? Uh, a 43. You put the gas mask on as well, and you see the same thing scratched onto the eye plates. Inside is the strange symbol. And you draw up one of the shotguns from oh. the from the crate, cock it, and shoot. But then you blink and you shake your head and you realise it was just a vivid hallucination of you picking up the shotgun and blowing Agent Nero away. Oh, fucking hell. What the fuck? And we'll pick it up there next time. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> right, let's not put anything else on. There's no, no more costume changes. <laughs> I'll just fucking peek behind hell. the kimono here. Anyone foolish enough to put on the gas mask, it says. <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening. For more information on Delta Green, visit delta-green.com. Music and sound effects provided by pixabay.com. Additional music very kindly provided by Cryo Chamber. Please check them out at cryochamber.bandcamp.com.